You're listening to the Confidence Podcast, your favorite coaching podcast oozing with motivation, inspiration, and confidence to help you boldly take action on your dreams. I'm your host, Trish Blackwell, internationally recognized confidence coach, best-selling author, and founder of the College of Confidence, the most encouraging place on the internet. I teach go-getters in life how to take their thoughts captive, how to step out of the shadows of self-doubt, and how to courageously step into their purpose with confidence. It's time to pump our confidence muscles and train our thoughts, y'all. Let's get started. Hey there, it's Trish Blackwell, your confidence coach, and you're listening to The Confidence Podcast, episode number 540. Today, we're talking about some core fundamentals. This is going to be an episode you're going to want to save and come back to and revisit and review because we're we're breaking apart the one of the most complex concepts, which is confidence, but in the simplest way I know how to present it. And I'm so excited for this because I want you to know that confidence is easier to train within yourself than you think. The skill, it's innate, it's in you, you're born with it. And in this episode, I'm going to explore and show you the, the core principles, the five simple core principles that create, strengthen, and scale your confidence because by mastering each of these simple principles and knowing which ones you need to work on and which ones you've made more growth on than others, you will feel and experience a massive shift in your confidence mastery. And as you solidify your confidence foundation, why are we doing this? Why do we care? Because doors in your life will open to you. People will be attracted to you. Your success will come more easily. There is, it's the it factor. It's the magic sauce. It is what makes uh, your life sparkle. And you go, what is it about that person? It's confidence. It's attractive and it helps you show up in the world. And it all starts with these five simple focus areas. I think often people get overwhelmed with why well, you gotta be more confident, but how? And I'm hoping that today's episode, my prayer is that today's episode gives you a really firm, foundational, approachable how. So that you know where you need to start and start instead of feeling overwhelmed. The last thing I ever want to do in my coaching, whether you're a student of mine in the College of Confidence or a listener here or a one-on-one client, I always am looking to find the simplest and easiest way to present something to you so that you can immediately put it into application in your life. So we're going to be covering today these five core principles. I'm going to call them the confidence pillars. And I have a beautiful image you should take. It's a Greek you know, Greek looking little pillar image. And I have that in the show notes. You can always find the show notes for my show at uh, my, my name, trishblackwell.com slash the show episode number. So this one, you can check out the image. I'll probably post it on social media um, as well. And on social, I'm Trish underscore Blackwell on Instagram and Trish Blackwell coaching on Facebook. But I will post that to the to check out the show notes. And if there's anything I say, I'm going to be giving you guys some really deep journaling prompts. You probably want to go check those out and actually get the full prompt. So you'll find those all written out for you, as well as the transcript of this episode at trishblackwell.com forward slash 540. So we're going to go over the five pillars. And I'm also teach you today how to know which one to start focusing on in your life. And then we're also going to talk about the benefits of scaling your it factor and how confidence is 
in very many ways, the holy grail of success. Before we dive in, I love, gosh, I gotta say thank you. I gotta say thank you to my review of the week. And this is from Yetika. She says this, Trish, the title is Changed My Life, five stars. Trish, we haven't met, but you're my best girlfriend. You get me. This podcast has helped me more than therapy, exclamation mark. I can't remember the episode number, but I was hooked after you hearing, hearing you speak on being happy. I learned to savor moments of happiness throughout my days. And for the first time in 44 years, I have been consistently happy. I celebrate my wins. Recently, I noticed a negative emotion and reflected on what thoughts caused the emotion. Then I rejected that emotion and chose to reframe and be happy. That for me is all caps, truly miraculous. I am, I I mean, I know I cried last episode. I am about, I, this is, this is why I show up here, guys. She continues. I'm a COC member and I look forward to one-on-one coaching in the near future. My friend, Yerika. Oh, I think the episode you're talking about is, I'm going to get to it. Permission for happiness. It's episode 517. So if you want to feel happier and be happier, that's an episode to check out 517. We also just did a recently one, how to be a happier and more successful person. That's episode 538. So check those out. But girl, you're doing it. You're doing the work. You, you, you notice the negative emotion. You ask yourself, what's the thought that was causing that? And then you were able to reframe that thought and feel happy instead of the emotion that was pressing you in, making you feel like you were dark or stuck or overwhelmed, whatever it was. But girl, you're doing the work. You, I want to say hats off to you for listening and then putting into application and taking the step to surround yourself in the COC with hundreds of other people who are also as committed to living an intentional life, a life that does great things, a life that is that is created by thinking on purpose and with purpose. And that is what we do in the COC. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud. Okay. One other quick announcement before we dive more fully into these pillars that I can't wait to teach you. I am doing a live, um, coaching webinar called a webinar, call it a masterclass. I don't care what you call it. Come hang out with me, grab a glass of wine, cup of tea, whatever you want. Come at 7 PM. On Thursday, April 6th, we're going live in Zoom and I you get, it's free and I'm going to teach you five, we're basically taking today's concepts and taking them next level, five simple ways to be more confident right away. And the visuals will make all the difference. I know that you're a podcast listener, sometimes stuff, when we translate it over into a visual, it, it, it takes it deeper. So you sign up for free at trishblackwell.com slash more confidence. Come join me. That's this Thursday or not this Thursday, not this Thursday. It's next Thursday, April 6th, 7 PM. It's a 30 minute class, 30 minutes live. We're going to go on all in. It's worth your 30 minutes. I promise. I promise. I'll put my heart in it and I cannot wait to see you there. So trishblackwell.com forward slash more confident. Let's do it. Cause the more confident every level of life guys. And you might be like, I'm feeling good. Trish, this podcast is enough. You're limiting yourself. Every level of success you achieve requires new levels of confidence. Every level of leadership, new levels of confidence. Every new season of your life, if you flavor it and season it with more confidence and courage, you have access to more things. You have access to even more in your brain. And your brain is more powerful. A powerful mind creates an epic life. So, 
Let's start fundamentally. Let's dive into the coaching. What are the five core principles of confidence? They are. Now, by the way, I, I really worked hard to keep these all to four letter phrases, um, or excuse me, four word phrases. So they were easy to remember and that you could always tap into them, but ones that you would be able to remember. And that is this, know who you are, know that you matter, know what you want, know how to think. And the fifth is know your future rocks. I'd also like to say, know that your future is better than your past, but that didn't, that didn't fit in my four word sentence structure. So I just really want you to, to be, to be able to look and believe that the best is yet to come that you can love your life as it is and know that it's getting better. Now, why do we know for with confidence that it's going to get better? Because your brain's only getting better. And if our brain determines our experience of life, that even if there's circumstances that are unfavorable that come along the way, the way that we'll be able to handle it is going to be entirely different than then than what we can even do now. I can say with confidence to you right now that your future rocks if you do the work, if you do the work of this. So know who you are know that you matter, know what you want, know how to think, and know your future rocks. And I'm going to be transparent with you guys. Most people don't know a lot of these. We kind of know who we are. We sometimes believe that we matter. We vaguely know what we want. But if I said exact, I asked you very specific questions about what you want, the question is, could you answer that? What do you really want in your career? What do you want your family legacy to be? What do you want your, your financial uh, status and, and numbers to be 10 years from now? Like, what is it exactly that you want? And then I know for sure most people don't know how to think. We just think we just think and that's what it is. That's why I'm so passionate about what we have in the College of Confidence. The College of Confidence is where you go to learn how to think on purpose, how to rewire your brain so that you are you're confident and powerful and intentional with your life. And then to actually to know that your future rocks, to know that your future can be amazing and to actually believe it. So why should you do this work on confidence? What is confidence and why does it matter? Let's dive into that. I think you're already listening. It's not that I need to sell you on this, but I just, I want you to be proud of the work you're doing and to know that the time you put into building your confidence the return on the investment is so vast. The return on your investment is so vast that it's baffling to see people who don't do the work, who, who know that there's potential, but they go, eh, I don't know, what's it going to do for me? Let me tell you what it's going to do for you. It's going to increase your belief in yourself, increasing your belief in your abilities, your qualities, your judgment. It's the feeling of knowing that you're capable of achieving your goals and handling any challenges that come your way. It's going to increase your trust in the outcome of whatever you put yourself towards in, in your, in the outcome of a, of a new season of your life, of a new career path of, of trying something new because confidence is also the trust that you will be able to achieve the desired outcome. Even if the path is not always clear or easy, it's the ability to remain optimistic and motivated despite setbacks or obstacles. In other words, it's the ability to stay committed when the results aren't evident, it's the ability to stay consistent and do the ordinary things with extraordinary consistency until you reach the extraordinary dream. Confidence is also self-assuredness. It's the sense of that comes from having a strong sense of identity and purpose. It's the feeling of being comfortable in your own skin and knowing who you are, what you stand for and what you want. 
It gives you resilience. It's the ability to bounce back from failure or rejection and to keep moving forward with a positive attitude. It's this, the resilience that to handle setbacks and challenges and learn to, to be able to learn and grow from them that, that really gives you that foundational belief that come what may, you're capable. Come what, whatever's ahead, you have no fear of the future because you know you can handle it. And then it's action oriented. Confidence is this, is, is the mindset of an action oriented person. It's the willingness to take risks, to step outside of your comfort zone, to push yourself to grow and develop. And honestly, I, I, that quote that you've probably heard, and even if you've heard it, you need to hear it again. Life begins outside of your comfort zone. And confidence gives you that action, massive action mindset to take that willingness to step out. It's the ability to take bold decisions and to be decisive because you know that you can always pivot. I think a lot of indecisiveness and overwhelm and overthinking comes from, from people who haven't realized that if, you, that if you just trust yourself, you can be decisive and you can always pivot or you'll figure out the next step that you are confident in your capabilities. It's the ability to take action despite fear or apprehension. It's an optimistic perception of your own self-worth. It's a positive self-image, self-assuredness. Um, being, and what is assuredness? It's the being sure of oneself, the belief in your ability. It's a deep-rooted sense of your purpose. It's positive self-appraisal. It's a necessary precursor to success. It is something that will give you that it factor. If you ask yourself, think about this, the people in life who we've attributed, oh man, they got something special. They just got that, that it factor. It's, it's confidence. Confidence gives you the ability to make more money, to ask for what you want, to step into more roles of influence and leadership, to magnetize favor in your life, to create more ease in your life, to live with peace in the present and about the future. It, confidence, honestly, it's an active expression of faith. And one of my favorite interpretations and definitions of confidence is that it is the holy grail of modern life. It is the holy grail of success. Now, it, what is the holy grail? The of various traditions describe the holy grail as a cup or dish or stone of with miraculous healing powers, sometimes saying it was eternal youth or um, infinite abundance, often guarded in the custody of uh, the Fisher King, right? This is a legend has it that um, in the grail castle. Uh, so the analogy of this is it's an elusive object or a goal of great significance. In medieval legend, it was um, the cup or platter used at Jesus at the Last Supper. Um, so it is the thing that is eagerly pursued or sought after, highly valued. I just want to propose today that that it is the whole confidence is the holy grail of modern success. And so let's talk about how to know what what parts of confidence you should start working on first. If we go back to the core of what I want to teach you today, the five pillars. Know who you are. Know that you matter. Know what you want, know how to think, and know your future rocks. And I, I want you to know that I could have chosen the word believe. I'm very intentional about my words as, as a linguist by nature and by study and education. 
believe who you are. Yeah. Okay. Believe that you matter. Like, yeah, yeah. We, I know I matter. Like I, when you know something, you know, I want you, when you hear me say like, I'm choosing to think on purpose and know this. And when you know who you are, you know yourself. There's such, such a strong word, but knowing comes from spending time doing or being with. Knowing something, knowing a language, a foreign language comes from spending time practicing the language, being in the language, familiarizing yourself with the language, struggling with the language, being curious about the language and the culture associated with the language. There's a whole exploratory part of it. And I, I just want to invite you in to the journey as something that's more lighthearted than I got to be more confident. I, but guys, pressure doesn't work. Let's be kind to ourselves. Let's, let's make this enjoyable and fun. And it's the, the pursuit of strengthening, strengthening these pillars in your life is an adventure. It's exciting. It's a quest. It's a journey. And that is fun. It's not something to be judged or criticized or I'm behind here. And this pillar is strong, but this one, I don't care. How about just the fact that we're looking at the architecture of our lives and strengthening the foundations and that we know that we've got this great purpose and this great capacity to do great things with our life and that the more our confidence is in ourselves and our purpose and what we can do and the more we're willing to take risks, the more likely we will be to go steward those gifts that we have been given, to go be generous with our, with our life in the world, to be difference makers and world changers. So... What, I, what I'm going to give you today are some journal questions. And I really encourage you to go back and listen to this podcast episode again. I encourage you to go get the journal prompts from my show notes and sit with a journal and spend five minutes in each of these categories. This is a great weekend journaling prompt. Or if you're listening live on a Tuesday when this gets released, do, do two journal prompts tonight and spend 10 minutes. And then do two pro- journal prompts tomorrow night and spend 10 minutes. Like create an experience for yourself here. But the way we know which confidence principle to work on first is we first get curious. We first explore where we are in each of these pillars. So here are two journal prompts to help you know if you know who you are. Question journal prompt number one. What are your top five values and how do they influence your decisions and behaviors? I want you to take some time to reflect what truly matters to you in life. I want you to write down these top five values and explore how they guide your actions and decisions. And then to consider sometimes when you might have compromised those values, how it made you feel. This exercise is going to help you understand your core beliefs and values and how they impact your identity. Second prompt, what are your strengths and weaknesses and how do they contribute to your overall personality? And then furthermore, what is your personality? Who are you? Who do you, who do you love to be? How, when, who are you when you feel the most alive? You can consider asking family and friends for feedback on your strengths and weaknesses. And then write down some of the observations, explore how the feedback you hear contributes to your personality and your identity and your wiring. And this exercise is going to help you identify your strengths and weaknesses and how, and understand how they shape your perception of yourself. Now, I I think this seems like an obvious pillar, know who you are, but can I tell you transparently, I spent probably 25 years not knowing who I was, thinking that I kind of knew who I was, but not really still playing the part of being a good girl, 
following the the checklists of 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 America the American pathway right of success and being who I thought people wanted me to be playing it safe who I am now at almost 40 is very different than I was at 25 I like Trish now a hundred times better than I liked myself then I love my life now. I love being alive because if you don't know who you are, you can't be fully alive. If you don't know who you are, you can't be, you can't be fully yourself. But in order to figure out who you are, well, there's some self-exploration. You got to spend time with yourself. You got to learn to, to spend, be a friend to yourself. You've got to play and experiment and, and rediscover who you are. And if you're listening and you're like, I don't know who I am. Good. Let's figure it out. Nothing's gone wrong. There's, you don't have to beat yourself up and go, I've lost myself. You haven't lost anything. You just got a little busy, probably raising children or working a lot or doing other things or, or, or just not questioning your life enough. That's okay. There is no better time than now to go start this journey. Okay. Pillar number two, knowing that you matter. For those of you who come from a place of faith, this is going to tie into your, to your beliefs and your relationship with God. And so I invite you when you do these journal prompts to consider from that point. And I spent a lot of years of my life knowing that I mattered, but not fully knowing. So if you're in that, there's always more room for growth. First prompt. What are your, some of your proudest accomplishments and how have they impacted your sense of self-worth and your belief in your ability to contribute to the world around you. And I invite you to write down a list of your accomplishments, big and small, and consider how each of these made you feel and how it contributed to your sense of self-worth. And I want you to reflect on whether you tend to downplay your accomplishments and dismiss them as insignificant or not. And since it's an exercise to help you understand your self-worth and to help you identify areas where you may need to start giving yourself more credit, and believing that you matter in the world sometimes goes into how is it that you show up? Who are you in your community? Um, you know, I, I have a, uh, someone I was working with who does beautiful clothes, clothing design, and they were, they were struggling with their sense of meaning and believing that they mattered, but they'd lost sense. They, they'd gotten disconnected from their passion of fashion. And I was able to help them see that the gifts that they have to have an eye fashion and ability to style somebody, the ability to provide somebody with high quality, that, that they're not just giving people clothes that they are giving them confidence, uh, a presence, a style, a signature, that there's that the, the, the contribution of the work that you do or the passions that you have, they matter because they make other people feel a certain way. They make them feel seen. They, maybe they save them time, but that you are a contributor to the society and the world around you. And so it's so helpful when you do these, these things to say, Rather than say, well, I just do this. I'm not like, you know, I don't know, a politician or a motivational speaker. We, we keep thinking that famous people matter more than everyone matters. It's you are, you, your worth is, is indisputable. You are 100% worthy right now. But we've got to believe it. You've got to really believe. And just like, and again, no matter wherever you are in your walk with God, just to even start to accept that of all the people in the world, he also created you. There was the world needed a you. That means you matter. 
You were born with purpose or on purpose and with purpose. Okay, next question for this pillar. What are your unique strengths, qualities, and talents that you do bring to the world? I want to invite you to reflect on what makes you special and unique and write down a list of your strengths and qualities and talents um, and how they and, and how you can use them. What even if it's if it's something that you've downplayed, maybe it's your 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 art or your your love of music or your linguistic passion. I need you to think, how could this actually make a positive impact on others? I need you to recognize there's inherent value in what you find interesting and in who you are and how you spend your time in the world. If it's an area of your life that you spend time doing and mastering and understand that you matter. For years, I wrestled with this. You see, with my passion for language, it didn't seem very useful. <laughs> like, little did I know that God's plan was for me to be here talking about the power of words. And it would not have started if I had not become fluent in French and fluent in Spanish and worked on American Sign Language and dabbled in Chinese and dabbled in Italian and been curious about the 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 the, the history of words and and I got curious about well if I'm interested in that what words should I substitute to change the way I'm thinking and feeling. So even if it doesn't make sense how look you think that I ever thought that my enjoyment of looking at dictionaries would bring value to the world? Okay. I'm bringing value to the world. We have over, over 5 million downloads of people who find value in a girl who likes words. So talents, skills, propensities, what, do you, what, what are you drawn to? List those out and then just stretch your brain and just, even if you just go, I believe that these could be useful and contribute to the world in a way. I'm curious. I can't wait to find out how, right? All right, pillar number three, how to know what you want. Woo. We have podcast episodes in this. We believe, go back through through the feed. But look, this is just a simple question. What do I want in life? I mean, I mean this, that's not my journal prompt for you. But if you want a simple journal prompt, what is it that I want in life? Another journal prompt, what brings me joy? Another one, how do I want to be remembered? And what makes a beautiful life? How do I want to live? What, what makes, what would a beautiful life be? Because what I believe is a beautiful life might be different than what you think is a beautiful life. That's, you get to decide what you want. You get to decide, not me, not, not like, so I'm right now as we, who, is, is it live now? Yeah, I'm either on my way to Colorado or I'm in Colorado and my family and I are spending a week at Vail and Beaver Creek snowboarding and that is, to me, that's a beautiful life. Well, I, you, if you see my Instagram, you see I'm trying to be in the snow as much as possible. I love snowboarding. It makes my soul sing. Oh, especially with my children and my husband. I mean, it's like Trisha's peak happiness. And then and then in, a, in two months, we're celebrating my 40th birthday by spending a month in Paris. It makes my soul sing. You might hate Paris. You might, you might have had a bad experience and have nothing to do with it. So just, and you might not like the snow or being cold. But you get to decide what a beautiful life is. You get to decide what makes your heart sing. You get to decide what you want. And 10 years ago, and you guys will hear a little bit more about how is it that I set these visions 10 years ago and it's actually happening. That's who in a couple, couple episodes um, that are coming down the pipeline. We're going to go into that, how to really believe in what you're not sure yet that you could create with your life, but you really think you can and how not to lose focus and lose hope. So that's an episode coming up, but 
to answer the question, what is it that I want? 10 years ago, I started asking that. And here I am today living the life that I truly want. And again, my life can, what I want can be different from what you want, but you have to decide and ask yourself. So here are the official journal prompts for this question, for this pillar. What are your long-term goals? How do they align with your values and aspirations? I want you to write down some goals for 10 years from now, both personal and professional. I want you to ask yourself, what what are people going to say about you once you're gone? How do you want people to say that you lived your life? What is it that you want to be remembered for? Next question, what activities or experiences bring you the most joy and fulfillment? And how can you incorporate them into your life more? Write down a list of these, and this might be walking through nature. And then you need to question yourself and say, maybe I need to not work 55 hours a week. Maybe I can, I need to put some fiercer boundaries and time prioritizations and do the work of, of, of ruthless elimination of, of distraction and actually get my work done in 45 hours so I can go hike and do the things that make my life feel beautiful. Reflect. I need you to do the work and, and, and really say, what do I need to prioritize more? And am I showing up? Am I making space and prioritizing space for my passions? Or am I telling myself that I'll do it when I have time? This is an exercise that's going to help you identify your passions and understand what you want more of in life. Okay, pillar number four. How to think. Know how to think. So one, the first question is, do you know how to think? And if you don't know how to think, I'm gonna, I really would love to invite you to come join us in the College of Confidence. That is where we teach people how to think, how to think on purpose, how to talk back to your thoughts, how to create a positive mindset so you, a positive mindset creates a positive life, how to get out of overthinking spirals, how to, how to stop the all or nothing thinking. I spent years in all or nothing thinking and I don't anymore how to change the and talk back to thought errors or cognitive distortions and how to be somebody who is a master of their mind. If you don't master your mind, your mind will master you. So some, some thoughts to start, uh, the prompt is to ask yourself, what are some of the negative thought patterns that I tend to engage in and how do they impact my emotions and my behaviors? Because if we can't identify them, we can't then challenge them and reframe them. True change starts with awareness and ownership. My next journal prompt for you is what are some positive um, reframes that you can do to start demanding a positive mindset? I recently did a couple of reels on Insta that really went into the fact that a lot of us are waiting to be positive and optimistic for when life gets quote unquote easier. It's not that's, that's time's not coming. Stop waiting. We keep thinking our outside life is going to help us with our inside life. It's our inside life that changes the outside life. And so you have to be fiercely on guard against all things negative, about negativity that's pushing in on you, whether it's gossip, whether it's uh, too much social media, whether it's um, allowing your brain to um, start reading too many news articles and start worrying about your family too much and start catastrophizing and living in fear about all the horrible things in the world. Like what you feed your mind grows. Become a person who is relentlessly positive and committed to cultivating a positive mindset. That is a, a one powerful way to start thinking on purpose. But again, if you do want to learn how to think, come join us in the College of Confidence. I will teach you how to think and the steps and the habits and everything involved. Final pillar. 
I want you to know that your future rocks. It does. It's awesome. Like, I want you to, to think about yourself, the, the future you, five years from now, and just being like, way to go. Hey, we did it. Like, if you knew, if I had known at 25 what I was going to get to experience here at 39, I would not have believed myself. But 25 is the marker point for when I started doing thought work, when I started doing this confidence work, when I started committing to habits. And I want you to, so what I want you to do is ask yourself in, in the journal, like, do I believe that my future is amazing? Why? And what evidence do I have? And if you think about some of your past positive experiences or achievements, consider how can you use them as a foundation for a better future? If, if I've been able to do it in the past and I've had all these great experiences in the past, I can believe that there's greatness, great things to come. But I really want to invite you into believing that the, 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 the now that you've grown, you've learned more, your brain is stronger and your mind is more powerful, you can then create a more powerful and positive life. Every month that goes by, my brain is better. My brain is stronger. My belief is, is more unshakable. My confidence has that next level notch up on it. That doesn't mean I don't have days I'm not discouraged, but I do remind myself my, 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 my future rocks. I have confidence that the best is yet to come. And so as you think about the, that, the, the, the fact that can you trust God? Does, do you believe that he is faithful and that the best is yet to come, that he is with you? Um, th that For me, that incorporates into it. so critical to consider. So what are some of your hopes and dreams for the future? What do you want for the future? And then here's the thing. What can you do right now to start taking steps towards achieving them as if you know for sure they're going to happen? If you have a more positive outlook towards your future, you will be more empowered to take action towards creating the life you want. I work with a lot of people who sometimes don't have this positive outlook towards their future. They have a fearful outlook. They are afraid to take the steps forward because they're afraid. What if it doesn't work? What if my effort's not worth it? And I want to remind you today, there's no such thing as wasted effort. Your effort always adds up if you're open-minded and you're growth-oriented. So... Final thing I want to share with you today is the, the, when you pick one of these, I just want you to start with that. Pick one that you want to work on and let's start doing the work of exploring that pillar and strengthening it. That again, the pillars are know who you are, know what you want, know that you matter, know how to think, know your future rocks. And if you, if you're, if you are wondering, well, where do I work on that? Well, you can go back into some past episodes. We have a lot of episode titles that fit into each of these pillars. And if you want accelerated growth, come join me in the college of confidence at collegeofconfidence.com. We have a bulletproof guarantee, hundred percent money back guarantee. If you are not just wowed at the support of having me in your corner and a, an amazing, most encouraging, positive community on the internet surrounding you as well. Um, we, we, it's risk-free. If you don't absolutely love it, we give your money back guaranteed. There's nothing to lose here. Come and see why people say, wow, Trish, I had no idea that the, that the COC really took the podcast to the next level. So that I will see you guys there. And then for some of you, I will see you soon at on Thursday at 6 p at 7 p.m. 
for three simple ways to be more confident that you can sign up again for free at trishblackwell.com forward slash more confident. And our listener of the episode is Alex from IG. She said this, Hey, I just wanted you to know how much I enjoyed your show. I love listening to your podcast. It always motivates me and lifts me up. I survived my first year as an RN with your help. I wanted to ask if there's a way to have an episode on toxic friends or relationships. Um, and she shared a little bit and thank you so much for what you do for us, your followers and Alex, you got it, girl. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for doing the work. And I'm so glad you put this into application in your work at the hospital. So your answer, yes, we have two fabulous episodes on toxic friendships and relationships and how to have the courage and confidence to end them and have healthy boundaries in confident relationships. The first episode is episode 437, which is called friends. How many should you have? And then the, one of the more recent episodes we've had is episode 533, which is called Relationship Anxiety, How to Reduce It and Avoid It. And guys, as we close out today's show, there are some other core episodes on confidence, foundations, and habits that if you're really jamming out on just mastering the basics of confidence, these are the episodes you're going to want to check out. Okay, it's episode 460, which, are, which is Confidence Strategies for Your Body Image. Episode 472, which is confidence for entrepreneurs. Episode 497, which is how to appear more confident than you are. That's one of my favorite episodes. And then episode 503, top confidence tips for your kids. So that's 460, 472, 497, and 503. Guys, I love you. I have all those episodes linked up in our show notes so you can check those out in case you're like, oh, wait, what, what numbers? Just, just remember trishblackwell.com forward slash 540 and then that will get you there. I will see you guys next week. Make sure you come say hi to me on Insta if you want to see how, um, well, how we're doing in the cold in Colorado. And please share if this episode was encouraging to you. Share it with a friend. Share it on social media. Let me know, share your feedback. It keeps us growing and reaching more people and encouraging them with these tools that are truly mindset changing and life changing. Now go out there today, go be more of who God created you to be. Be you, be free. If you loved today's episode of the Confidence Podcast, I invite you to check out the College of Confidence at collegeofconfidence.com. The COC is where your next step is. In the COC, we cultivate confidence, create courage, and spark change. It takes everything we do here on the podcast to the next level, and our members get crazy, life-changing results. I'm so confident that you will find that the COC is the most encouraging place on the internet, and that it will so wildly exceed your expectations that it comes with a money-back guarantee. Hey, joining is completely risk-free. You owe it to your future self to take your growth to the next level by coaching with me in the COC. Join me today at collegeofconfidence.com.